Content advisory warning. The contents of this podcast will offend the easily offended. What you are about to hear is not intended for children, the puritanical, or the narrow-minded. We will offend. Sometimes we will make corrections. Other times we will tell you to fuck off. But we will always discuss without canceling because we cannot become better individuals if we are not willing to have open and honest discussion. This is your only warning. Your kitty 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 kitty. Scott, your pussy is showing. I know. <laughs> I gotta flaunt that shit. Do you see how good it looks? I don't know how you look. How does how does Damien look on the? Uh, he always looks hot. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, getting them guts. I keep getting distracted by this stupid Amber Heard trial. Damn it! (laughs) I gotta stop watching that shit. Even if like I completely ignored the fact that she seems like a psycho bitch. You almost ripped my nuts off at one point. (laughs) You don't remember the part where your head spun around backwards and you did this to me i thought you were gonna say you have to watch it when when her when she pisses you know like wait that's gross <laughs> you thought it was an eclipse a couple weeks ago no it was just damien's dick we'll blow him on thanksgiving it'll be perfect oh thank you floppy floppy you got to be a fluffer you got to be a wonderful fluffer welcome to from here to paternity the dumpster fire of conversation This is a podcast of four fathers coming together to discuss a variety of topics while trying to understand what it means to be a father, a man, and a healthy human being in this era. We created this podcast as a means to leave something behind for our children to one day understand us as the imperfect human beings that we are. Through this podcast, we can help ourselves to become overall better people participating in this mad, and bizarre experiment that is existence. We will discuss complex and difficult topics at times. We aim to grow as people by being courageous enough to be openly honest, receptive enough to be challenged, and to learn together from our mistakes. At best, these discussions are lessons from which our future progeny might learn. We appreciate you taking time out of your life to listen to our nonsensical blatherings, and hopefully it is an example of synchronicity that has brought us all together. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Here's to better understanding each other, and maybe along the way, become better people because of it. All right, and welcome to From Here to Paternity. Um, Again, I am Scott. Uh, the man who enjoys looking at his birds and pondering why, why even? Um, and this is the only podcast that I, uh, the only thing that I do. Um, I'll pass it on to uh, my my man, uh, Big D. Be a lot funnier if you were the man that stares at goats. But <laughs> Love that movie. <laughs> it was funny. Let me really watch that. <laughs> oh, I, I it's am been Damian. forever, yeah. And I and I occasionally have to stare at the cats out through the window because they do crazy things. But and uh, yeah, this is the only thing that I do here, to, <laughs> as far as podcasts go. I'll hand this off to to Eric. How's it I'm, going? Uh, I'm it's going good. I'm Eric, and uh, I love these intros. They always make me feel like an overachiever. 
Because, you know, I've got a got a website, emagill.com. I've got a YouTube channel, The Unapologetic Geek. I got another podcast called The Streaming Heap. Um, that about covers it. Um, and sometimes I like to stare at the, the TV book? while I play video games. Oh, yes. And I have a book, of course. <laughs> I, I have four email addresses or five. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that in five minutes. No. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Paradox, get it at, uh, on Kindle or on uh, uh, Amazon. You can get the paperback. And uh, I'll pass it off to Joe. And I am Joe. Uh, I am the underachiever, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you edit this, so you you put in the yeah. work. Yeah, what <laughs> you put yeah. in the work. I don't know. But if Eric's an overachiever, I don't know where we fall. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, the rest of us just achieve. Yes. Eric's just the overachiever. Yes. yes. Yeah. We're no, at the me, in real life, I'm still level. a lazy bastard. Don't, 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 get me, don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't work for a living. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, no, 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 no. I'm a big proponent that the most important work is the stay at home parent. Like, that is the, and that is the quit, like, and to me, that's one of the biggest issues that we have today is that we don't have enough stay-at-home parents okay you know, in all seriousness yes i agree yeah. with you <laughs> yeah yeah no 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 i know but like uh um that's one thing like and 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 we definitely need more men staying at home especially since you know women are like getting all the education nowadays um uh, and they're out doing us in the um the the college degrees and stuff like that like I'm all about it, man. Let them, let them get those degrees, man. And, and let, and have more men stay at home, you know, take care of the kids and stuff like that. We're important. Like, I think that's a, a healing thing for us men. I know it's been for me to, to connect with like my kids, to be a support for my kids. Um, and I know for all of us, like being a, um, you know, Damon was just talking was talking earlier before we started about about his role as a as a dad and how how much it, it nurtures his soul man so yeah guys be those stay-at-home dads participate in your ptas take your kids to the park and all that fun stuff nurture the next generation so anyways okay oh be my involved. god be speaking involved of, yes. speaking of that i got a story i gotta tell <clears throat> from about a week ago like um going into eighth grade my son at the end of eighth grade like a year a year from now he's gonna go on a, a big field trip with a bunch of other classmates to new york and washington dc which is exciting we had to go to a big meeting for all the seventh grade parents to discuss what it is how much it's going to cost and what we have to do and all that stuff and uh it was going great but then of course they open it up to questions and one of the very first questions they get is from some Asshole redneck in the back. What if New York requires us to stick unproven medicines in our children? Are we going to be able to get a refund? And I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I will give a lot of credit to the teachers at the front. They handled it perfectly. They, they didn't they didn't lose their shit. They didn't they didn't roll their eyes and yell at the guy like I would have. <laughs> so I, I respect their professionalism. Oh. <laughs> uh. I'm still going to share, but every once in a while I might share too much and then I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's fine. I mean, the public, public conversation can go out. 
Because like Scott said, I don't want us to be afraid to say anything. So. Right. Yeah. Exactly. We can always come back and, and, and make those edits. And I think, but also we need to be respectful of people because even though we're doing a pod, like a podcast, other people aren't agreeing to it. Right. And so I'm always trying to be very cautious about like when I brought up about that person that I know now, like I tried to, you know, in their experience with dyslexia, like I tried to use that as an example without mentioning their name, without talking about too much identity stuff, right? Just like, I'm trying to get better about what is the point of what I'm trying to say and say it without revealing too much. So now you've got the extra pressure. Of you you can be, you can be uh, cited for HIPAA violations. We don't have that problem. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, right. Well, and, so if I talk about clients then yeah, that's, that's an absolute, like just have to, but like, uh, um, yeah. And so I'm trying to work on, on being like cautious of, of and respectful of people's privacies and stuff like that. I do want this, you know, to be something that our kids can listen to and go like, man, like it's a different side of our dads or whatever. Yeah, totally. Um, Cause it was always to me, even, even like with my, my dynamic with my dad, like it was always interesting to see the difference and who he was when he was our dad versus who he was in front of his friends. Right. And when they were like, especially yeah. talking about the past and stuff like that, you see a, a different part of, of them. Right. And so that, that that's, you know, it's one of the things why I was like, I have this ambiguous kind of to get to know him as a, a little bit more as an individual. And I think that's probably one of the differences, like maybe one of the differences that arises between Joe and I is that I got to see him like the facade, you know, whether like the, the, I don't want to say facade, the aspect of who he was with his peers versus who he is, you know, with his family or whatever. Well, you play kind of play different roles with different people, you know? So exactly. When you're at work, you're, you're playing a work role. When you're with your friends, you're, you know, we're all playing roles in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Yeah, Nobody's the same around everybody. It's just impossible. Yeah, exactly. It's human nature. Right. Yep. Around your wife, you're one person around, you know, anyway. Well, and that's one of the things that that's been, uh, um, beneficial to, for me that I've noticed in us having our conversations and doing this is that, um, my wife has noticed and I feel like I notice more of me coming out like who I was versus who I am, like kind of, uh, merging a little bit more, especially like around our family. Right. Um, my, my mother-in-law like told me once that, you know, the difference between like, she didn't feel like her husband and I were very similar, even though I'm like, I see, like, I see some similarities or whatever. She's like, no, 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 you're not the same. I was like, how are we not the same? And she's like, well, he was always making jokes and really funny. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) well, fuck, but no, but, but it's, it's, no, she just called you a bore, (laughs) but it's true because like, like, 
around y'all and also like a little bit more in my past, I was a, a much more humorous jokester type person. Right. Yeah. And I've that like, seriously, without y'all like that started to go away. I was like, um, my nephews, like, uh, my sister-in-law said that my nephews saw me as a mix between house and bill nye right like a little bit crotchety and like smart but not humorous like i was always like the serious person like huh and so oh yeah yeah yeah. Hmm. that's so they thought you were always the serious person yeah Hmm. yeah like i know like like seriously like Y'all don't understand how much I lost myself during like those, those years. And like, so when I say that this has been such like y'all like saved me in so many different ways, like I cannot express that enough. Like, I don't think you guys quite understand exactly how much, you know, this means to me, like us being able to reconnect like this and, and do this. And so it's been just been really powerful for me so no it's been really nice to me for me too because like i don't have much of a social circle here in st louis i just don't so like it's nice to connect mm-hmm. with friends you know like i don't i don't have that in my day-to-day life anymore so yeah th- and this is nice and it's also kind of therapeutic like we talk about some pretty heavy shit sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah true yeah i was going to mention that because it is Mm-hmm. very nice to get a lot of that shit out. Yeah. People a lot of the who, stuff we just don't, people just don't talk about, you know? Right. So, yeah. You know what? I had no idea what our conversation, like, cause we didn't really talk about like, what are we going to like talk about this time? But it feels I like we've already started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come, so, uh, the camaraderie, right? Yes. All right. Uh, so, I know I like, I, you know, I, I like, and here's what I uh, appreciate that. And this is the part that I always have to try and uh, try and remember is that our perspectives really do like, I, and I know we all like roll our eyes about that, that concept of living your truth and stuff like that, like that <laughs> concept, but that, you know, and I, I loved your statement. Um, I think Damien was the one that said it last last time um, about um, the Indiana Jones quote. We deal in facts. If you want truth, go to the philosophy department yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Philosophy like, department. Yeah. I like I, I think like so, and I think that's a, a really true statement because again, also like you know, there's a bunch of trials going on right now. Right now, the Amber, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial is is a big thing right now, um, and the reason I bring that up is that, that you have, you can have tons of eyewitnesses um, for an event and, and the worst evidence for a crime is eyewitness testimony, because we have research that shows that people won't see different parts and will see things differently. Right. And that everybody sees it from their own perspective. Exactly. And when you're remembering right. it, so you're constantly so rewriting I, it over and over and over yeah. again. So it's going to change that's over time. Yes. Works. Yeah. Right. 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 And so, so that concept of, 
you know, perspective is a really, really important thing. And so our, our, our perspectives are fundamentally flawed, right? Um, just because we're flawed creatures. And I like in the same vein, just because something's new to you doesn't mean that it's new, right? Like, you know, I've sent you, like, I've been talking to you guys about like, um, the flying cars that they're, they're trying to come out with and that they're working on, you know, when those things start to come out, they'll be like, Hey, this is so new. No, it's not. They've been working on this for the past 10 years, Uh, like five, 10 years longer. Yeah. 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 Like 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 1950s and 60s books to have on cars. And actually from my understanding, it's not a technological issue. It's a logistics issue. Like, yeah, they're not yeah. really sure how they're going to make it so that people can have flying cars and fly in the air. And like, how are they going to deal with various logistical issues of traffic in midair and shit like that? Yeah. And, 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 you know, there's a number of, of, you know, and again, also like logistical and how, do, and how do you make it, you know, a price point, right? Right. How do you affordable. make it cost effective as so, well? Yeah. It, it, right. Right. And, and, you know, but like, like, you know, space tourism, right? Like we've been like flying in space since Kennedy, like, like 60 years. This is not new stuff. The only thing that it's new is that it's new to us, right? It's new to, to it's newer to, it's new to the, the wider masses. You had to be an astronaut in order to be an astronaut, you know, to go into space. Now we're getting it to a point where, you know, billionaires can go soon, you know, sometime soon we'll get it to where, you know, the average person might be able to afford it, but solely because, you know, we want the workforce to go mine those, those, (laughs) what I, what I, for our own pleasure, but (laughs) for how we can be. What I find funny about the billionaires in space thing is like, you know, back in like the sixties and, whatnot they when they show like astronaut training videos they're all like you know going in centrifuges and spinning around until they black out and stuff and you know on treadmills and checking their heart and you know all that stuff and you know going through all these physical tests to make sure that they will survive the rigors of going to space and now we just you know check some dude's blood pressure and shove them in a suit and put them you know shove them in a rocket and send them up there you know send them to like 80 year olds up there without you know, it's like, okay, so I guess going to space isn't that big of a Shatner's deal, Shatner's huh? going to space. Yeah, hey, yeah, exactly. Like, so, geriatric you know, Shatner is going to yeah. space, like, right? We're just like, so, put him in a- I mean, I guess, you know, this is a short trip, and they're not, like, actually expected to fly the spacecraft or perform, like, you know, physical yeah, and they're not like, uh, you know, you know doing extravehicular yeah. activities. Yeah, not, nothing like, like that. In a space so, shoot yeah. suit or something. Right. But it is so, funny so how I it's only been within the last like 10 yeah. years that they realized yeah. they should make spacesuits that fit women or like fit different people in different <laughs> ways. Like yeah. until now, yeah. it's all been one size fits all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And there's only so much play they have in those suits. So like right. if you're too short, if you're too short or too tall, you can't, you can't use one. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I was reading that they're yeah, having uh, you know, water issues with them now too. Inside the suit, you mean? Inside or? the suit, leaking out inside yeah, the suit, and that's a yeah. that's a drowning hazard. In yeah, space, you'll drown. So. You'll drown. I thought he was talking suit. about women in space. You know, water issues. <laughs> water. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> no. It's a little moist. Something about something about being in zero G just gets a girl excited. <laughs> it's all squishy. Ah, uh, the possibilities. <laughs> I imagine it's super difficult. <laughs> To yeah. have sex in zero gravity. <laughs> that would you would I would see some like handholds and some rubber bands being needed or something, you know? Like, <laughs> you know those big stretchy ones you use for working out, you know, you tie a couple yeah, of those yeah. around, you know. <laughs> get some spring in All right, the You get on that wall. I'll go on this wall and we'll just <laughs> whole different punching technique there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You just do it. You're trying to do it like flybys like, to get he's like the, the, the high strength rubber bands tonight. I, I really want a beating, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh. at least we don't really have much of a question. topic this time, so we can go right off the rails <laughs> all we want. Yeah. yeah. We're trying a little free form this time, well, you know? Yeah. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Our, our 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 topic for today is camaraderie, and so now we're just like, this is hey. how you build com- camaraderie, right? Yeah, talking um, about zero gravity sex. Yeah, yeah like, totally. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Locker room talk. That's you know what? That's yeah. that's one of the things <laughs> that I really want to know is has anyone ever had? Yeah, has sex anyone actually done it yet? In space? Yeah, I've wondered that too. Yeah, <laughs> they've had men and um, women up there yeah. together for quite some time. You gotta wonder, you know, if if two of them have. You know, to be like, hey, you want to, you know, figure out how this works? <laughs> well, like, and, you know, like there, there was diaper even lady, before right? when there were women in space, you, it was still technically possible. <laughs> hey, yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> well, Joe, I'm sure somebody's done that. <laughs> of course. I'm 100% sure that that's happened. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know, keep it from getting in the equipment as it, sh- you know. You just got to get a little plastic. <laughs> Floating around, you know, little plastic bag ready, you know, <laughs> maybe a, maybe a sock or something, you know. Oh no! <laughs> Did somebody sneeze? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's totally yeah, that's, what it is. That's totally, yeah. totally snot. That's yeah, definitely phlegm. Yes, <laughs> it was a really Sorry, yeah. sneeze it lasted about about kind of six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my who the heck's who the, who the heck's spraying the silly string again <laughs> save that we'll i think joe and i are, later <laughs> i think joe i think joe and i are timing it uh like purposely at the time that damien keeps on taking a drink so <laughs> that's twice now damien's like oh, damn it <laughs> oh you're trying to choke me yeah i read a lot no, of sci-fi and sci-fi always seems obsessed with like the first person who's ever going to be born in space i'm more concerned mm-hmm. about who's the first person who's going to be conceived in space like that's what i want to know about <laughs> tell that story eric you hey, go. you're right. I'm a writer. Uh. The mechanics of that, <laughs> <laughs> so will the sperm still go in the right direction if there's no gravity to tell them which way is up? Mm. I think so. I don't think that gravity is really an issue. They just swim in all directions. Yeah. 
yeah. until they find something. That yeah, because like- it's 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 fluid swimming in a fluid, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's that's like so that's I don't know. Well, not like, to yeah, get too technical, but little... it stops being a fluid pretty quickly once it goes in. <laughs> well, you're right, right, right. But I'm like, adults. but no, what I'm saying, like, yeah, 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 the little cells and and the mm-hmm. the, the tails and what have you, like, mm-hmm. I, like. I'm curious if it would be more difficult or if it would be easier. Like if there would be a, like a, like a lack of it, like a, a, but I don't think that would change your own internal friction and your inter like, so I don't imagine that would. Well, have we, have we done studies on, 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 uh, uh, why am I having a brain fart now? Rat, rats uh, in space uh, having sex? <laughs> sperm production <laughs> in zero G. <laughs> And what are the effects? I'm sure somebody's looked at that. I mean, they check every part of humans after they go up there for long periods of but time. It, but is that a test after an astronaut comes down? I know they do like bone density tests and all that. Like, but you know, like jizz in this cup for us to let us count your sperm. I'm sure you know, somebody is that a, has. Is that a thing? I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. Point. Yeah, I, w- I would think yeah. they would do that. Yeah. Okay. Here, go here. Take this this magazine and go in the room for a minute. And get a sample. <laughs> I wonder what it does, you know, because well, they're, also they're like, bombarded what about like ovulation cycle? Radiation yeah. and radiation. Yeah, the ovulation yeah. cycle seems a little even yeah. more complicated. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I imagine that that's a little more difficult. Sperm production, I don't think would be an issue, but ovulation, I feel like would be an issue. But that's just hormonal. So if the hormones aren't affected by zero G, would that really make a difference? Now, the question is, is does the egg well, still travel the same Right, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, really. Okay, that's what you're asking. Okay, if it's released in a zero G environment, you know. So, and and well, and and my my like I do like because your dietary requirements, your you know physical fitness, all of that different stuff can be impacted or or Mm. can impact like your your sperm count and your ovulation, right? Like if someone's too um, athletic, uh, mm-hmm. like women can stop lose, start losing, you know, can have their cycles impacted. And yeah, women's cycles yeah. can be impacted by a lot. That's right? true. And, Stress, you know, and, diet, yeah. all kinds of things. And, and, and again, same with our sperm production, right? Stress, all of mm-hmm. that stuff can decrease. Mm-hmm. Um, so is zero G the, the amount of sperm doing anything right? with that? That's the question. And it could even just yeah. be the, well, the increased exercise because people, when they're in space for long periods of time, they've got to exercise like something insane, like six hours a day, you know, yeah. just to keep their bones yeah. from becoming brittle. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Scott, you can ask Linda to uh, uh, pose this to Bezos to open up the, uh, the capsules to the porn industry. Because I definitely think this will uh, help answer a lot of these questions. Because it it helped with <laughs> you know the, the, you know figuring out whether we were going to go to Betamax or VHS. It helped mm-hmm. whether or not we were going to go to you know mm-hmm. you know DVD, you know Blu-ray. All these you know they've helped with the the, the media selection. When um, you get stormy days, formatting up there. selection. But I'm just like opening it up. You, you're getting all the you, 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 scientists can collect tons of data. They're generating revenue from 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 video consumption. There you go. You don't, know. Es- don't underestimate the technological impact of pornography. I mean, if it weren't for pornography, the internet would be like 15 years behind right now. Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, you know, same with books, right? And I'm pretty yeah. sure the very first cave drawing was probably of a pair of tits, you know, I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Yes. 
I would like, well, no, no, like even like one of our oldest statues, uh, religious statues, right? Yeah. Fertility goddesses and stuff. uh, Yeah. Exactly. Right. Was like the the oldest one. I think that we have women. Yep. Large large (laughs) breast. Yeah. Yeah. She's, let's just use ample that's uh you know <laughs> swollen belly and a, yes. a, like a, a swollen breast swollen belly and a swollen vulva like yes. is the old, that's headless armless and legless which like a bunch, bunch of paws sums, running around sums up like i don't know why guys moved away from that like because to me i think that just sort of sums up a lot of you know the uh the male perspective of of, of what's important in the world <laughs> don't need limbs or At a head men. It's right. breasts and an ass. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, well, like nowadays, like there's so many people like that, that like talk about women as a vessel uh, for, for, for procreation or whatever. Like that's always like a disturbing phrase to me when I hear, hear that being spoken, like, especially mm-hmm. right uh, recently. I'm like, Oh, that's such a disturbing concept. You're not a person. You're just a vessel. Well, yeah. I like Joe's take on it for my ex, but <laughs> the box, the box my too. daughter gave. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had to come in at first is the only problem with that. <laughs> it is a pain in the ass to open, too. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it took hours. <laughs> yeah, it took hours, like 12 hours, in fact, something like that. And then they had to get out the knife and you know cut the box tape off, you know. Yeah, you can never read <laughs> don't, don't worry. Sorry about nah, exactly. Yeah. No, 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 no. Don't worry. Don't worry. Amazon's going to come along and they're going to fix that so that it's a lot so that you have like more box than than necessary. Yeah. And so yeah, it'll there be you go. completely roomy. Like there'll be plenty of space. I thought you were going to go like the, the route of like dick in a box or something there for a second. But no. It's... <laughs> 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 anyway. The Amazon box, like you get a pen and it's in this giant, like eight by eight box. And you're like, yeah, oh my God. Send you out a box. Like, yeah, it's like the size of a laptop for a pen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what did I order? Oh my God, this is huge, but it's so light. It's so light. Apparently you I could ordered fit a air. human being in this box. I, I All I wanted was this one pen. I saw you order a box of bags of air, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. lovely. How much did this cost to send across the country? It is convenient. I'll give it that. What was the SNL that had the you put your weed in it? The boxes. You your, oh, you Who, was that SNL? There? Uh well it was oh. uh, uh uh what's his name he used to say it on uh that movie. Um uh crap. Half bake? Yeah. Like John Stewart and half bake? Yeah, yeah. You ever you looked at the dollar bill there, on weed? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that guy, yeah. That's that whole scene. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why in my there, man. brain went off in that direction. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows how a wire brains go in the directions <laughs> they go? <laughs> I don't know. When I well, we were talking about boxes and put things in it, and it was just like <laughs> when I used when I used to smoke, I used to look at all kinds of things like, "Hey, that'd be perfect for putting my weed in," you know. So I mean, it's one of those it's one of those things. <laughs> it is amazing how how like it can very much and very easily hijack. Um, uh, your 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 focus your focus yeah because if you're a normal man you should just be thinking about what boxes you should put your dick in you shouldn't be worried about where you're putting yeah. your weed <laughs> uh, yeah 
Right. Like, normal guy. You think my dick could fit in that? <laughs> that's that's standard, right? That's pretty much well, the male drive like, right there, yeah. Can I put my weed in it? Do I need to eat it or fight it or fuck it? <laughs> Not necessarily in that order. In that order, yeah. <laughs> Might be completely completely in reverse there. Oh, I eat it and then I fight that dead corpse. Then <laughs> I first fuck I fight it. it and then I fuck it and then I eat it. It's like I don't know, sometimes I eat it before I fuck it, so you know. <laughs> sometimes it eats you. <laughs> <sighs> oh what were we talking about like with eric what was it that that your your wife appreciated your like you, there was some food stuff or something like that that you were talking about and i was like that's so your wife loves it oh anyways, i vaguely oh, remember what you're talking about but i couldn't tell you i don't know yeah oh uh, okay anyways i was like oh dang it why did i forget that so so what what is it that you notice that you get from camaraderie what what or what's the difference that you notice about yourself when you're in a a a group of friends versus outside of it or away from it for a long period of time like what are some of the the differences that you notice about yourself humor would be one for me. I, I, I find myself to be uh, funnier and, and more likely to take things as a joke and not so seriously. You know, I don't think take things as seriously when I'm around uh, a bunch of friends, you know, and can just goof off and be a goof, you know? So I'd say that's one thing for sure. For me, at least. I just generally feel more relaxed, you know? Um Yeah. That's I don't think that's something you should underestimate, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely a stress reliever for me. Yeah. 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 Big time. Yeah. To kind of feel lighter. Do what? Feel lighter. Mm-hmm. Nah. Maybe off my shoulders, but I don't feel lighter. Still a heavy fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> well, maybe not Eric. <laughs> I have a medical reason for Damien being thin. Ha- That's it. <laughs> uh, well, Damien has that giant fucking third leg, you know. So <laughs> we had to go there <laughs> where he can wiggle. Yeah, I know that he can wiggle his warts. So mm-hmm. exactly, that's weighing him down. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. But uh, yeah, like <laughs> off your shoulders, like you feel like it lighter. Scott, your pussy's showing. I know. <laughs> I gotta flaunt that shit. Do you see how good it looks? Mm-hmm. You got the full ass shot there, there for a second. <laughs> yep. Cat's well, like, hey, if you're ass. gonna show one, you kind of gotta show them both, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good to show both sides. Can't have one yeah. without uh, the other. Yeah. Speaking of which, Scott, we did. We 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 did. I don't know if this is this is your wife or one of your anybody else. <laughs> We did break a, uh, we have female audience now, according to the, uh, Oh, uh, well, oh hello, my. ladies, <laughs> yeah. uh. it's only 2% <laughs> ladies. I am single. Oh, really? I'm the only single man in the group. If you, so uh, I didn't, 
I didn't know if you said your all wife listens, Scott. I didn't know if she listens ladies. on her own device or if it's when you're playing it for. No, when I'm playing it. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, no, she doesn't listen on her own. Yeah, so, so, so I don't think, think I can wife pay my wife to listen this. to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, surprisingly, she actually likes it. She oh, she good. thinks that uh yeah, she thinks that it's a like we have some pretty interesting conversations and stuff like that. So. Yeah, oh, definitely. I'd say yeah. so. Yeah, I know. And she, it was you know, she does. Odd. She would hang out with all the guys and just listen to us talk. Wait, shit. wait. So, like, that makes sense. <laughs> so, so funny. Funny enough. Uh, speaking of like women listening, uh, my daughter uh, was asking. Um, you know, I was like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta run. I was trying to get her over to her mom's house, and she was like, I was like, I, we gotta, we gotta get going because I gotta get this. I got this podcast, and she's like do a podcast i was like yeah she's like what do you do a podcast about <laughs> so i kind of told her you know kind of what you know we talk about all kinds of weird stuff and politics and issues and being dads and all that she's like can i listen to it i was like uh <laughs> i have noticed maybe a shift. one day <laughs> i have noticed a shift mm-hmm. from um because of the pandemic mostly like mm. before the pandemic if i would tell people that like i was trying to be a youtuber they'd be like yeah whatever um, yeah, and they exactly. might roll yeah. their eyes at you. But now if you say, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be a YouTuber and a podcaster, they're like, really? That's mm-hmm. cool. How does that work? You know, like now people yeah, are more interested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, C- Cadence is definitely interested in, in listening to it, but I'm like, I don't know if this is, you know, this is for mature audiences. I don't think this is, uh, this is appropriate for her to hear yet. You know, maybe in I know. a few I t- years. I tell my... I- I tell my girls that uh, uh, this is for posterity. This is for (laughs) like, this is for you girls when you're adults, like so that you can like see your dad, you know, in a different perspective. Cause you know, for me, at least to me, like, especially like, cause they're, they're getting close to the, like my oldest is starting to round, you know, she's becoming the tween. And she's getting close to that teenage years. So anything we say here, mm. they're going to use it. She's just going to like, when yeah. she becomes a teenager, like 16, 15 and all that, she's mm-hmm. exactly right. Well, you talked about, you did this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So to me, this is for when they become adults and they start doing that. Like when they're teenagers, they pull a- away from you. And then as you get older, you start coming back. This is for when they start to come back and they're interested in understanding who I am as a person rather than that way they won't come back. back. Yeah, I get it. Just complete the pushing away of the child. Yes. He's like, I like the nest empty. Nice. Go away. It's like, don't come to the dark side. We don't need you. We don't want you. Mm-hmm. But no, I agree. Like, I don't feel yeah. like we say anything that would be too like intense for my son now that he's 13. Like, He's definitely matured a lot in what he can handle, but at the same time, I don't want him listening to this side of his dad yet. Like, like Scott said, I think it's something for when they're a lot older, like for when they're adults and they start to come back and see you as, as other fellow humans instead of dad, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was, it was, um, it was interesting to learn about my dad when I, uh, uh, got past the teenage stage, you know, got in like, my early twenties and, actually wanted to know who he was you know when he was younger and and learning all about what he did when he was a teenager and whatnot that was uh that was interesting you know because before that he was just just my dad you know right dad did what dad does you know but of course like i said before he he missed my whole teenage year so he didn't have to deal with the whole you know um 
uh, teenage angst and, and rebellion stage of me <laughs> and <laughs> was probably happy to, well, actually knowing him, he wasn't happy to miss it. He would have wanted to be a part of it. It was it was interesting I'm sure going back and learning who who he was. So, yeah. Go ahead, Scott. I'm sure for for you looking back, it was a, a, a like you see it as a blessing that he didn't have to experience. Yeah, but he he sees it as something he, or saw it as something he missed. Absolutely, Man, Absolutely. it's part of your story. And, right, and you be, know, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 again, like you know, all of us, I think, as dads, like understand that now. Mm, totally. Right? Yeah. And understand yeah. Oh, yeah. the perspective. Right. And especially like if, you know, like Damien, like if you were and your, your kid's mom were separate, like were in separate states and like there were like, I only got to see her like once every once a month or something like that. Yeah. That'd be a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Or vice like, versa. In, yeah. Right. Like they already miss half her life as it is. So, yeah. Know. So that's why I try to be involved with the, you know, after school stuff, even if it's not my week, you know, just so yeah. part of it's so I can see her more. It's a selfish reason, you know, but, uh, also so she can see me more, but it's just, you know, you miss half your kid's life. It's, it's, you know, it's kind of tough. So, yeah, of course it does make me cherish what I, the time I have with her more. So that's the positive spin of that. Yeah. Knock on wood and everything like that. But like, um, you, you should have knocked on your head if you're knocking wood there. I know, right? I know. Yeah, like, a, or my wait, dick. Open your mouth. No. Um, Joe, you're going to need to download the ba-dum-bum sound and start overlaying that. Okay. Start adding sound effects. I love that it's called a rim shot, too, because now, like, with how, like, like it has so many, because I'm like, Really? A rim shot? Rim That's shot? the best we could come up with? <laughs> Do these people not know what rimming sounds... is? Do they not... no, <laughs> yeah. It was probably all, all all intentional. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was invented by a jazz musician. So yes, it was 100% intentional. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Mm-hmm. But no, like, uh, um, yeah, no, no, no. Like, if, if, if my wife and I were ever to be uh, uh you know, separated or anything like that. Like I would be the worst because I would be like, Oh no, no, no. I'm fighting for full custody. Like I'm fighting for like, cause like, you know, I, I know like it, it wouldn't happen, you know? And I, I would want to like, I, like I would, I would want to be a fair, like I'm, I'm a, I try to be a just person or whatever, but that's one of those things. And it, it, you like, but I get that. I get that that fight that so many and and Eric, you've talked about like um, with your past experience with being you know with your dad being a guardian and lied desire to be a you know to to have full custody you know because of that that fear of not seeing your kid for half of their life and stuff. So that's a big part of it. Yeah, yeah. The worst um, cases I, though were when the parents were trying to give full custody to the other parent, and that that's what they were arguing about: oh. is who has to take the kid, as if that's the uh, downside. Those uh, are the those are the like soul crushing cases, you know. Yeah, y'all, y'all know that I did have for a while there. I had full custody of Cadence. Being being a single father with full custody by yourself and nobody to help is 
It was, it was, that was fun. I can't even imagine, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> that was, no. Oh, I, I, I will say this. I, I, the, the community, like the actual community, like, um, like I had her in after school care and, um, you know, she was getting bused from the school to after school care and then from after school to her other after school program where she had her, uh, her ballet and stuff. So, I mean, she was getting taken care of, like, by the village, if you will, you know. Um, so it was, uh, it, it was very, it worked out for me because then I could get off at, you know, 530 and go pick her up before they closed. And, you know, it, it didn't really disrupt too much except for when she was sick. But, and she got exposed to all kinds of programs and had lots of fun and met all kinds of kids and, you know, has helped her with social, it sounds like you made socialization. A, you, you made a good, you made a good deal out of a really shitty situation. Yeah. Yeah, I so. guess so. Yeah. Did you yeah. do qu- quite a bit of remote work while you were doing any of that? Like if she was sick or anything like that? Um, no, when she was sick, job? that was, I mean, I, I'll bring my laptop home and I can do drawings or yeah. whatever I need to do at the, at the house or take calls and, you know, tell people what to do. And occasionally if I had to go to a job set, I could throw a sick baby in the car or, and, you know, Drive to the job site, you know. Right. I just was wondering how yeah, the yeah. other co-owners were, you know, helping yeah. you work with that. You know, if you needed oh, to well, be yeah. at home the, and do yeah, drawings they, versus yeah, being he, in the office. Yeah, everybody understood that if I, um, if if you know she was sick, I, I it was my week and I didn't have anybody to take her. I had to I had to do what I had to do. I'd reschedule meetings, whatever had to happen. You know. Right. So it's just you know part of life. <laughs> your single dad is you know just like single moms out there you know you either work with people that understand or you don't and right you know um I'll, I'll say this i used to when i was like when i was younger and working with like single parents i used to resent the the single moms that got extra days off because their kid was sick and i was like oh i had a kid was sick i just go stay home blah 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 and it's like yeah you don't get it yeah, it's <laughs> not know, really a day saying, off. Yeah. yeah, that's not a day off. That's, right. No, that's the hardest day of your fucking life, right there. Or one of them, you know, it's one of many of the yeah. hard days of your life because you're dealing with a sick, screaming child with a fever and earache and whatnot, trying to get into a doctor, and trying to get to a pharmacy, and trying to do work from home, you know, or wherever at the same time. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. But. Meanwhile, you got mm-hmm. the exorcist in the next room, projectile vomiting on the wall. You know, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I used to love those nights when she was like, you know, two years old and, you know, wake up in the morning, pick her up out of her crib. Daddy, I don't feel good. (laughs) Oh, man, let me tell you, when we discovered our son had a peanut allergy, we discovered this because we all went to an Indian restaurant and he had some the naan that's got like a little bit of everything in it. So it had some peanuts in it. Mm hmm. I didn't realize that a person could vomit like five times their body weight in one night. It was, mm. it just kept coming and coming Ooh. and coming. That was, that was easily the worst night of my life. Cause we are, we're mm. also in the middle of moving. Like we were mm. in the middle of packing up all of our stuff and getting it onto a moving van to, to move it away. Oh, so awful. I feel bad for you. <laughs> that was so oh, bad. I don't think I've ever experienced anything yeah. like that. <laughs> Hayden's had a, a stomach virus once, and uh, when she was one and a half or two, something like that, it was like young enough that she didn't really know what was going on, um, you know, kind of thing. And I remember her like I was changing her diaper for like the tenth time, and her ass is raw, and then mm. she like 
Yeah. While I'm in the process of changing her diaper and just getting a new one on, she shoots again, you know, yep. both ends at the same time. So now it's like you're covered in vomit and shit. And it's just like, and it's all over the place. And it's just like, <laughs> welcome just to parenthood. Like, yeah. <laughs> have one of those moments where you collapse on the floor crying kind of thing. And it's like, nope, yeah. I have to, I have yeah. to deal with this. I have to deal with this. <laughs> I have I to want clean my her mommy. Up, yeah, exactly. It's like, I gotta clean this up. I gotta put a new diaper on her. I gotta comfort her, and then I gotta strip everything off and clean this room. You know? So, oh man, those are the nights right there. Those are the ones I'll never, never want to go back to. But you know, they were all part of the experience. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh yes, yeah. children are a blessing. Yes, they are. have a tendency to forget those moments because there's so many happy moments in between that it's just like those smiles on their faces when you're just like, ah, yes, to be a parent. <laughs> yeah. anyway. Well, it's part of our psychology. We tend to try to forget the really traumatic parts. Like my wife mm -hmm. barely remembers the whole giving birth process. I remember it because I saw oh. it in vivid detail, but she was in so much pain and under so many drugs. Burned she into your memory. Barely remembers anything. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I think it was an easy pregnancy. And like the fuck it was. <laughs> <laughs> you almost ripped my nuts off at one point. <laughs> You don't remember the part where your head spun around backwards? And <laughs> you did this to me. <laughs> there, there's some research that that supports that that women actually release a chemical that does erase, like, kind of mess up some of those memories. Yeah, I've, I've read a study I think like, it's like that. A, yeah. I think it's evolution. Yeah, I think it's an evolutionary, like, you know, thing mm -hmm. to say, like, because, like, who the fuck wants to go through this? And then once yeah. you do it, like, you're like, oh, there's no way I would never ever do this again, right? And yeah. like, uh, and so without that, we would probably would have died off like millennia ago, <laughs> yeah, right? It would not make <laughs> evolution, evolution happen, right? Yeah, <laughs> right? Oh, like I think I think with my wife, I think she doesn't have that chemical <laughs> because, like, when I talked to her about like when I, after we had our second one or whatever, like I was like. You know, it would be nice to 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 see if we could try for like a you know a boy just to be able to like raise one of each, right? Or at least you know, um, mm -hmm. you know, two of one and one of each, you know, whatever, blah blah blah. Like just to have that experience of you know raising a boy versus raising girls and stuff like that. And uh, uh, she was like, "Oh, go fuck yourself! <laughs> oh, oh hell no! <laughs> go fuck oh, yourself! Get you yourself pregnant. You can have it. Yeah, yeah you yeah. Carry, carry it. Scott. Yeah, she's like, yeah. are you gonna carry it? Like." Are you gonna You're get gonna a surrogate? Like, is like I'm not. <laughs> yeah, like no, no, no. There's no way I'm doing this again. Like, fuck you. Like, like she you pick remembers. A, pick a surrogate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she remembers. Like I ain't doing oh. this shit. Mm. That's funny. But no, like, yeah, no, like, so, like, that's right. Like, you brought up. Uh, Eric brought up like you uh, that. Uh, she liked to hang out with like the guys and just sort of sit there and listen or whatever. Yeah. Like I, like I joke that she's just a dude with boobs, like in a lot of ways. And so like, <laughs> like, you know, which could be said by many about many a man, but no, like, uh, um, um, but no, like, like, and, and it's, it's just, a, really, just a dude with boobs. people on this panel. have <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was like, Hey, just a dude with boobs. Luscious man boobs. 
boobs. Was it like Bubba or Beavis? I mean, or Butthead? I mean, or whatever. It's like I'd never leave the room or whatever. Is like, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> like, <laughs> but no, like, uh, uh, yeah, no, like, uh, um, it's yeah, it's just interesting how how you know you know masculine she is in her her mindset like how do we fix this how do we engineer this how do we like whatever and you know and i'm like let's talk about your feelings (laughs) come on tell me how you feel about that let's talk about this and so yeah so so it's 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 a a a a a interesting dichotomy but uh, eric i think like there's some similarities like you, you know, like that experience too. So yeah, my wife is a lot like that. I mean, she's also an engineer, so yeah. And she was kind of one of the guys back in college, but she did hang out with the girls too. Like it wasn't, yeah. wasn't quite the same, <laughs> but it was, it was yeah. very similar. <laughs> like the thing that I always appreciated about your wife is that like, I saw her like, I, I I really appreciated her assertiveness because she'll call out bullshit. Oh, absolutely. When she yeah, sees she don't put like, up with she's that. not afraid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's not afraid to call out bullshit. And that's one of the things I always, I was like, and, and I, that's one of the things that, that my wife loves about her too, is that, you know, she was like, she'll just flat out call out bullshit. And, uh, my wife is just more like, and, and I think that's like my wife, She's not as assertive with her calling out bullshit. She just does these like little like she finds her little ways of of knocking someone down. But it, it like but in a way that everyone's like, "Oh, that's so adorable." Yeah. <laughs> she could do things right. like uh insult one of our friends with a big smile and like he wouldn't even notice it. Like you'd be like, "Oh, thanks." <laughs> she was really good at that. <laughs> Um, yes, but no, my wife, like, uh, what was I going to say? Um, she, uh, damn it. I lost my train of thought. I had something and then I lost it. Um, no, like when she was, she was training to be a manager to like manage people. And, uh, they kept telling her that she's got to learn more tact. And she's like, well, why would I do that? If I, if I, if I be nice to people, how are they going to learn all the shit they're doing wrong? (laughs) Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. And it's like you got. You also got to ask. You know, it's like you know, if if she was a man, would she be asked to have more tact? Or That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, just being direct yeah. as a man. You know, right. Uh, anyway, there is that gender dynamic, and you know, as an engineer, yeah. as a woman engineer, she's dealt with that shit her yeah. whole life. So yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Having to deal oh, with guys yeah, that don't want to be yeah. told what to do by women. Blah blah blah. I'm sure it was yeah. really bad when yeah, she worked for the government. She worked for like you know. um you know, working for like building airplanes and mm. stuff for the government. Mm-hmm. That was really bad. Like that, that, that whole uh, culture was incredibly mm-hmm. gender toxic. Yeah. Did she get a lot of guys are oh. like, just go get us coffee kind of thing. You Basically. Know? Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh. It was like, and it, like the, the story she would tell, it would feel like gross caricatures. Like if you saw it in a TV yeah. show, you'd be like, that's a bit much, you know, but no, that was her reality. Yeah. No, they're real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are real. No, like, like, yeah, I, I, like when my wife worked for the, the, the government, like, like there'd be guys that are just like losing their, sh- like losing their shit in the middle of a meeting and like screaming and yelling and, and like 
you know, she's like, again, I, so I, I don't think it was a, as much of a conflict for my wife because she's not as assertive. Uh, right. She won't fight back as much. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so I think for my wife, like that's, that's like, like people losing I think their if shit she over was what she said assertive. or, or just people losing their over, shit. Like, like, Oh no, no, no. Anything. Like, yeah. like, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like they would just like start screaming and this is, this is stupid and blah, blah, blah. And like completely over something like, that like, she came up with or something, or is like, was it an attack on her is what I'm asking. Yeah. No, 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 not an attack oh. on her, just an attack on like some sort of topic or whatever. Oh, something okay, that's okay. like completely unprofessional. Right. Okay. Gotcha. And, okay. and, and it's, it's these guys that they're able to like get away with it. And, mm. you know, some of the, and there was a number of women that worked with my wife and it was interesting because, you know, a, I don't think it was like necessarily their personality to behave like, like in the same way or the same fashion, but also it was interesting because like from an outsider perspective, when we'd go and like hang out and, and talk and stuff like that, that these women learned, you know, like I think of that, that statement from the, my big fat Greek wedding where the mom says, your father's the head of the family, but I'm the neck that turns the head or whatever. And, you know, that kind of concept, right? Like, but, but again, when you're the neck that turns the head, you can't be assertive. You can't be aggressive. Like you have to, you, you know, you do it in a, in a more, like gentle way. Right. And, and, you know, to me, it's that, to me, that shows more fragility, right. Um, with your ego, when you're a guy that can't be instructed by a female, right. Or like, you know, and especially like, again, if you accept that trope that women are bad at, at math, well, are they bad at math or did we train women to believe that they're bad at math and therefore they don't get interested, right? That like, are we training women in a similar way that we're training men um, because of our society and stuff like that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I couldn't answer that question if I tried. Does anybody else need to take a break real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and, and um, take a fiver, take a get pause, a smoke yeah. or whatever, piss, drink. All right, I'm going to leave it recording in case y'all make it back before me. Aha, now I can talk all kinds of shit and you can't do anything about it, but you'll hear it later. So hi, Joe. Editor Joe. And we're going to take a quick five minute break. This is just a little ASMR break time intermission go enjoy yourselves relax come back when you're ready to pick back up sorry my cat was like uh, first like um I have to stand by her or over her while she eats. I'm like, damn it, cat. I got a piss. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, 
no, I need you to watch me so I can eat. And then, um, and I thought then you were going to say you have to like, watch it like, when, her, when she pisses, you know, <laughs> like, wait, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Fortunately, oh, they want me, me away piss, from though. there. <laughs> oh, right. No, so they don't, they think I Jesus. can't go to the bathroom by myself, I guess. I don't know, but <laughs> I go in the bathroom. It's like, they're immediately in there. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> what you doing in here? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think and they then know I get that out have a captive and, audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they say dogs I, I look at you when they it. when they when they go to the bathroom because they want to make sure that they're secure and safe that somebody's watching over them. So maybe what the cat thinks is that you're an inferior species and you need to be watched while you're doing your thing. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, just they're just lending a hand. They're like, hey, I see you're I see you're going to the bathroom. I'll 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 watch watch out for you. I'll, I'll <laughs> exactly <stay apart>. just <laughs> in case, just in case. I'll keep and while while you're sitting there, you know, and trying to check your phone, you know, I'm going to rub on your legs and you should pet me, you know. <laughs> and then if something does attack, you know, I'm not actually going to do anything. I'll I'll just be here I'm to watch it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, owner. Hey, you're being attacked. <laughs> you hey, should, owner, you should probably attacked. do something about that. Wow, you're uh, so stupid. Hey, you're so, just dying. <laughs> What was the what was the story that we lost last time because it wasn't recording? Was it the pool playing pool story? No, so it, it, like no, I, I listened to it and and I think most of that that story like came in. I think um, so. <laughs> okay. It was it like because it it actually like did play a a, a fair amount of your your. I your still haven't like, gone like, back and listened to that whole podcast yet. So. I haven't either. Yeah, that's why I yeah. haven't I made a summary yet. Time. Yeah. I keep getting distracted by this so. stupid Amber Heard trial. Damn it. <laughs> I got to stop watching yeah, that shit. Ta- Jeez. She's, she's got problems. Um, yeah, she does. I mean, I don't, I mean, I, you know, none of us were there to witness any of it, but it seems to me just the more, and first of all, his legal team is fucking badass. Hers is not so good. Yeah. Especially um, that woman who like cross examined Amber. She's, yeah. that's a class yeah. A attorney, man. <laughs> Thing. she is on it oh yeah, yeah, yeah you know this deadpan you know asking questions it's like hey um but not yeah, just those the times like she let yeah, even if like i completely ignored the fact that she seems like a psycho bitch just going mm-hmm. by the evidence it's obvious that like half of what she's saying is not true and if half of what she's saying isn't true then yeah. what does that mean about the other half what's, you know <laughs> and and i, I yeah. mentioned this in yeah. the text but what's fucked up was watching it and it was like it I, even though her voice is nothing like my ex's it's like the way she says the words and the right. way that she expresses how how you know um you know matter of fact this is it sounds exactly like you know, um, the, the trial that, uh, the custody trial with my ex, it was like, holy crap. Am I watching? Is, is this really happening? I was like, <laughs> like an alternate reality like, version of it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy moly. And, and like, I don't dispute that Johnny Depp has his own issues, right? Oh yeah. Oh, for and, sure. He's and, got tons of them. He's admitted like, a ton of them. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. And, and the, the, like maladaptive coping right and the the um you know and 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 i i i don't think he's dealt with his his own ptsd from his it doesn't sound let me rephrase that it doesn't sound like he's done like 
well, I'm sure he's done a lot of work, right? But it, 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 and for him to be so trusting of people to like be so inviting to people like, but it does sound like he is doing that pattern of trying to rescue people. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, and, and like, he's, you know, like almost like that projection that, that you can get into that in, instead of working through or dealing with your, your own issues, you work through yourself through other people. Right. And so, um, the, the counter transference and, and finding broken things and trying to heal them as you know, a means to heal yourself. Um, like, and I, I don't think it's like that, that thought out. I don't think, I, I think it's a subconscious thing that, no, that, yeah, it's that just happens. A, right? yeah. yeah. Subconscious drive. I don't think not, he's yeah, conscious. Exactly. Right. And so, um, Maybe that's why you I like know. to fix broken things so much. <laughs> I'm not talking people. <laughs> things. Right. No, 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 no. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. No, like, like I think in a, like, uh, like we can do that in a lot of different ways. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, like, I, you know, one of the, the areas that is finally getting um, good research and, and inspection is, um, body dysmorphic disorder associated with bodybuilders. Um, and those guys that like that, that go to these extreme lengths to craft their body, to get a sense of control in a similar fashion that Mm. people with anorexia nervosa go to extreme lengths to, to starve themselves to, to, you know, feel in control or whatever. Mm. And, you know, or you get the plastic um, surgery sort of like, um, uh, addicts and stuff. Yeah. yeah, those. Yeah, right, right. Like, yeah, like like uh, Michael Jackson and and um, mm-hmm. or let, let me like I'm not saying that he has that, but he is often brought up. Well, not anymore as, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's so many problems. <laughs> but anymore. like, uh, <laughs> they're all gone. <laughs> but they 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 but like he's often brought up as an ex- as a potential example yeah. of body dysmorphic disorder just because of the extreme um extent that that um he changed his physical appearance and stuff like that and so, no i think it's fair and i think it's 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 easy because he's one of the most uh visible examples but i mean there are people out yeah. there who are better examples who've gone way too far like trying to modify their body to become some standard of beauty that doesn't even make sense anymore it's like the giant lips and the whole sunken face oh, with big ass yeah. cheek implants and just looking like you know harsh like weekend yeah like yeah. the weekend yeah totally yeah and have you all seen those uh videos of the people who inject the uh, what silicone into their freaking arms oh, trying yeah. to look like they have muscles but don't nah. you know they're, they're it, i think this is a common thing like overseas i don't know here it's like spongebob with it's air probably pump, here know? yeah they'll they'll you get look look it up damien there's, there's like, guys okay. who they'll they'll inject i, I want to say it's silicone that they're injecting into their arms 
to look like they're ripped and bulky and they have no strength whatsoever and it's just poisoning their bodies you know there's no like there's people that like do um like implants in in muscle areas like you know calf implants and all kinds of different implants like that yeah but um but these people yeah, aren't that, implanting that, they're injecting no 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 yeah that's yeah and that's and again probably because the the cost of of doing implants like that is is beyond what they're able to afford and so this is an alternative that's but again yeah like you you like this i see a lot of the, stuff about penile enhancements having to do with silicone injection that's just your email oh spam God. folder jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> i fucking knew it god damn it oh uh, Damien just exposed his. No, uh, I did see his. Uh, his, his, uh, his hey, if you're a guy, you've got a spam folder just like that. So mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there's a guy dying no, to no, be no. big, uh, <laughs> die from silicone genital injections. A blogger oh who died God. from it. Low grade liquid silicone injections as a penile enhancement. Uh... And then there's pictures of this dude that. Yeah. Anyway. You need so, to stop looking at those pictures. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean he's wearing clothing. It's just he's got a big old bulge down there, like something's going on. But um, oh my god, so the is damage, it so the damage maybe that you're doing? To- Let me see if I can. This well, is very confusing for you, Damien. Oh, here we go. Of yours. Well, there's, there's, yeah, there's no, man. What I guess some people are <laughs> I see calling it now. It like man of yep. steel syndrome, silicone and mineral oil injections. Mm-hmm. I see it now. Yep. Oh man, this one dude's got like he ejected his arms or something, and they're all like red and swollen, and oh my god! Yeah, there was there's one guy Russian. They call him Popeye or whatever. He's got like he's he like three got no chest. Of, yeah, he has three yeah. pounds of dead muscle removed from his arms. Oh my god! Because of it. <sighs> that's like the opposite of what he's trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah, but that's what happened. Is it, it killed the muscle tissue? Yeah, yeah, Gross. that's crazy. Yeah, who the no, hell? Oh, why would no, you it's, do it's, that? It's body dysmorphic, dysmorphic yeah. disorder. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, but you can get you can get like a rubber suit that does that for you. You don't have to like inject yourself full of silicone and fucking kill yourself. No, you know. But a rubber suit, again, Damien, it's it, mm. that's that's a rubber suit isn't actually changing you. Uh, or changing your okay. body so right gotcha so, so you're trying you to look at it from a body like, then you're changing it, your body right yeah you're changing right. your actual body and, yeah yeah and 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 so and and again it's that that lack of of self-value right mm-hmm. like this person like these people have the want right mm-hmm. they don't have the esteem or the feeling that they're able to do it through going to the gym. Right. Well, to be fair, that and, guy was pretty puny. He may not have the genes for it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, well, yeah. I mean, like again, may not have, like you could say genes, but he also may not be able to, to yeah. access, you know, feel that he's capable mm-hmm. of, of doing that. Right. Yeah. Of doing true, that through the true. gym or the yeah. availability or, or, you know, a number of different factors. Mm-hmm. Right that leads to this going to extremes of trying to control, but even people that go to the gym and, and the gym rats and mm-hmm. live in the gym and do the, like 
the excessive bodybuilding, right? They have mm-hmm. the, the, the want, but the problem is, is that it's not even like the concept of want, right? It's that they're, they're trying to fix the wrong thing, mm-hmm. right? That what, that, that the, the body becomes a literal, instead of being like a meta, a metaphor for your emotional status, that, that they see it as more of a literal means of which to control themselves. Right. And so they mm-hmm. dedicate to like, like what comes between you and your child, right? Like there's certain things that, that we as dads will do to ensure that our, like, like, you know, Damien, you brought up like working, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's the, like one of your big motivators for going to work is because you want to take care of your kid. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and the only reason that really gets in the way of your time with your kid is because you have to have a shelter, you have to have food, you have to have these things. Right. And so therefore, right, right. Otherwise you'd be spending, you know, that time, you know, with your kid and whatever, blah, blah, blah. You look at somebody like Tom Brady, right. Mm -hmm. And think about, we're going to bring religion into this. I don't remember making this agreement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, but like Tom Brady, right? Like mm-hmm. the, 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 the extreme links that he is, is going towards or he, it, investing into his personal achievement and how it interferes with his familial achievement. Mm-hmm. Right. Same age it as takes, us. It's like it's like eight hours a day commitment that he's got, or whatever. However, more so works out. Yeah, not like yeah, the, the working true. out, the diet, the the film, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. you know communicating with with um, other athletes to try and get mm-hmm. them on his team, teammates. All of, like there's like he even said like the amount of time that he, and effort that he puts in. Like he has three months off. I think is what he says like a month, a month to three months off. And the rest of the time is devoted to football. Right. And like, he gets so obsessed. Like his wife is a supermodel. She's an extreme, like one of the top models in the world. And she's had to put her career on hold because mm-hmm. somebody has to raise their kids. Yeah. Right. If I were him, I would have retired. I would have been like, I, I can re- you tell me I got enough money. I can retire and hit that 24 seven. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know can i put my dick in it? priorities wrong he's you know? <laughs> not thinking about what to put in the box yeah yeah <laughs> right right he's not focusing on it like you can't put your dick in a football right come nope, on nope. now i mean priorities. you could you could try <laughs> well then it's not or a you football. could just fuck a pig you know <laughs> right right <laughs> <laughs> well one's Which just creepy the other one's illegal kinds, you know? <laughs> you're talking like the oink oink kind or the ones that drive around in the black and white cars <laughs> i mean there are what some are pretty fuck pretty hot police. cops out there fuck the police fuck the police <laughs> <laughs> God damn. 
I was just thinking pigskin. I don't know where you people yeah. are talking about. <laughs> Speaking of fuck the police, I love, I love that um, the guy who said who who saying fuck the police. Um, I you know, and 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 part of that group like Ice Cube is now an ambassador for the NFL and speaks out against Colin Kaepernick who was kneeling as a means to say, fuck the police and ice cube and Jay-Z are now like speaking out like against Colin Kaepernick. Um, and I'm are like, they really? damn. Yeah. Really? I didn't pay any attention yeah, they said, to, to any of that. The so time, to, really? to, the, the time, the time celebrities to take are hypocrites. News at 11. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Dude, it goes to like, look at what money does to your values, right? Again, uh, money is a your drug. values can be bought all day long. Yeah. Johnny Rock money Johnny is Johnny a Rotten drug. sells real estate. So, you know, <laughs> these things happen, yeah. right? <laughs> money is a drug. It takes over. It will overarch your value system um, very easily. It is a dr- like it is a drug. Right. So the guy who's saying fuck the police is is now saying the time for kneeling is past. Um, I think people just that. don't like to admit that their values have its own have their own value. Like you can be bought. Anybody oh. can be bought for the right price. It doesn't even have to necessarily be money. It can be other things that that's just part there, of there's human a lot nature. of things that people could. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. things that people could pay me to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. If there was hey, enough money involved, there's any sponsors so. listening. <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'll say what you want. No, hey, like, give me a, big, give me a knee a, high I'm, stack of cash. I'm, yeah, by all means. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Justice Democrats, and I had like, you know, like because of the fact that they try to get, you know, they don't like get out of corporate, you know, funding of of candidates and stuff like that. But man, oh man, did they like and and all and the Progressive Caucus, man, oh man. Did they turn on Nina Turner, like the one, like one of the few candidates who's vociferous enough to be a leader for the Progressive Caucus? Man, all of those people turned on her and mm-hmm. sided with her opponent, who's part of the 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 um, the new Blue Dog caucus it's uh the new democrat caucus um which is like like her 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 opponent was getting Koch brother money like republican donors were giving money to this this woman to go again you know to to keep nina turner out and the democrat the uh the justice democrats bailed on her the the progressive caucus bailed on Nina Turner and went instead for the, the corrupt person, like completely went against their values. So you know what, Eric, you are 100%. Your values absolutely can be bought. Politicians right? are hypocrites. News at 11. <laughs> I know, right? right? <laughs> but again, I like, Hey, there's a difference between little H hypocrisy and big H hypocrisy and like completely going against your stance. One of the biggest stances for the justice Democrats and for the uh, progressive caucus is the issue of money in politics, right? And overturning citizen United and blah, 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 blah. And here they are like, that's one of their biggest stances. That's one of their, their top stances. And they absolutely allowed 
Stand up for your values. My value is a $250,000 check. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's, 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 you know, that's just the, that's just the starting point. That's just, yeah. But I I got to get that. Like what I was going to say, like, you know, it's like, I'll, I'll say anything you want me to say for a relatively reasonable amount. But, um, if you want me to, you know, not say something against that in a month, you're going to have to continue to pay me a whole bunch more. Yeah, that's right. So it's like, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll say something completely against my values today, but tomorrow I'll say something against that and say, I didn't mean that at all. I already got the check in my hand, you know? So you have to pay me a lot more to just continue to say that. So Especially if somebody will pay me cheap. even more to say the opposite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, yeah. Oh, mm. that is our, our system. Yeah. 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 So what were you it's saying, it's... Scott, about justice Democrats or whatever? Or do we want to continue? Oh, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. Just supporting what Eric was saying. Like, yeah, gotcha. like, you know, when he when he brought up like, you know, your values can be purchased. Um, you know, it's, it's, like it's, I said, that's just human nature, and a lot of people are yeah. really uncomfortable acknowledging that reality. Yeah, it's unfortunate and it sucks, I, but it is reality. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's human nature. I think because I, again, greed, I don't think is human nature, right? I'm not even and talking about greed. That's different. Greed is just wanting. I mean, greed would be going to everybody and being like, I'll say whatever you want for money. I'll say whatever you want for money. I want money. I want money. But like if somebody offers to pay you well, to say a certain- more than just that, though, it's, it's also fucking over other people for money. But, you know, yeah, usually. Yeah. yeah I mean, not yeah, always, but yeah. you know, economics is not yeah. a zero sum game, but whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I do think that there's a there's a distinction to be made. Um, and my brain just drew a blank. I have no idea what we're even talking about anymore. What was uh, I saying? <laughs> is it is it like going from wearing your heart on your sleeve to putting the price tag there? Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Scott said it wasn't human. Greed wasn't human nature. And I firmly disagree. Yeah. I think the greed yeah. is definitely part of human nature. Um, and I think looking for having va- having everything in your life to have a price, to have a value assigned to it that you can you'd be willing to give up for something that you feel has a greater value to you. Um, mm-hmm. I think that is human nature. I think that's totally human nature and always has been. That's where bartering even comes from. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I yeah. think that greed, but, uh, here's, here's, here's where I say that I feel like the difference is right. Like I'm not Gordon Gecko here. Greed, I'm not going to say greed is good. I'm just saying greed yeah. is natural. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't <laughs> I think, I think greed is strongly tied to fear, right? Of yes. course. And yeah, when you sure. see, when you see the world in a zero sum game, right. Yeah. That. If someone has, then that means I won't have, right? And that right now our system promotes that because with us fighting over the scraps, we all know that we can tumble into, and I think that's one of the the things with like why we can't look homeless people in the eye is because there's a subconscious awareness that that could easily be any of us if the right circumstances were to fall into place. It's it's also a a recognition that that's a human being and that you have, you most people feel an inner obligation to help. Um, because 
agreed. I, I both agree with Eric and with what you're probably getting at, Scott, which is that, you know, the being social and community minded is human nature. Yeah, that's also or else human we nature. Would, yeah. We wouldn't have gotten mm-hmm. out of the damn cave. We'd still be Neanderthals, you know, or maybe not them, but you know what I'm saying? We'd, we wouldn't have progressed as a species if we weren't social beings trying to work together and pool resources and have the community be more important than the individual um, in general, um, which is what society is. Um, no, absolutely. You know, so when you see a homeless person or somebody like that, you look at somebody that you know needs help, but you don't necessarily want to be the person that helps them because of the other side of that, the greed side, partly, not always. Um, you know, there's, there's all that's very complicated. You know, oh, it is. It's totally complicated. So, and I don't I, think I any of us are really, I'd say, I don't think any of us are really disagreeing here, except like on the margins yeah. or maybe some yeah. semantics. Yeah. I think we're all yeah. basically in agreement here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just clarifying yeah. that, that I, we're yeah. all talking about. Yeah. And, 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 and I, like, I don't think at greed, I would say self-interest, right? That, that, that are, okay. are, because I don't, I don't Fair. think it's, it's a better, better, because better, I don't think it's a better description. Yeah. And, and that, because the, the, when we're fighting over scraps, there's this feeling that I won't be able to take care of myself if I give. Right. And totally. where I was yeah. like in, in our, in our chats, right. Where I was talking about like, mm-hmm. if we reverted, like, cause like Eric, I agree with you. One of the great things about our society is our investment into, um, industries, right. Our ability to invest capital into industries. And I think that, that there's a merit to that. My problem with it is that it's purposefully exclusive, right? And that if we redirected it in the sense that it's exclusionary, in the sense that, yes, we all have 401ks or whatever, but a lot of people don't have enough money to be able to invest in the stock market on their own, right? And that... Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's also one of the issues that with our society that why politicians often go to the really wealthy is because if I can get a giant check, then I have to make these phone calls less because I'm certain all the politicians hate making those phone calls begging for money, right? And if that if instead if more of the 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 average American had more money, then the average American would have a their needs secured right and we wouldn't be living out of fear right so much because we would feel that i've got food i've got shelter i've got my basic needs and so i'm able to work on some of these higher maslow levels right also making an argument for universal basic income because if you are you're talking my language (laughs) no no, i i I agree with universal basic income i i one of my only issues with it is that it a lot of times a lot of people that push for it push for it to the exclusion of like social security and some of these other things, right? Well, yeah. If you mean that by other people, you mean me? Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. Well, and 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 again, which then to me is is has a lot of problems with that. Like, I think there's a lot of again, we're you know. If we make the UBI big enough and robust enough, then then um, 
then um, it, it'll work, you know, work out or whatever. But um, I, I, you know, I, but I think if, if, that, that if people had their basic needs, you know, kind of met, we wouldn't be living out of, out of fear. And also if we insured, a, 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 you know, a proper wage and things like that, then the average American could invest in technologies, right? Um, we wouldn't be, sure. you know, then like we could pull together to invest into companies that like solar panel companies and green mm-hmm. companies and things like that. And because most of Americans want those things, we, you know, most of mm-hmm. Americans, you know, want, you know, don't want, you know, um, corporate conglomerate food, ag- you know, agro, you know, culture um, that are toxic to the, the environment, like, because they're dumping these giant rivers of pig crap and cow crap and, you know, polluting our rivers and our fresh water and stuff like that. So then they could take their money and invest in companies and farms and, and things like that, that are localized. Right. And, and aren't, you know, so conglomerate and, and things like that. And uh, so most, then most you're just want to again, invest in AK 47s and, and AR 15s so that when the revolution comes, they can just, you know, shoot at each again, other. But, but anyway, that is but a again, good use of your money, right, though. Like, <laughs> you're making a good point there, Damien. <laughs> no, but the reason that they're, why are they buying the guns? Because they're afraid. Because they're worried right? about the future. They're worried about the future. They think that the, the society is doomed or that a revolu- revolution of some sort is coming. coming. Having talked to many people in those situations, they're, or those mindsets, they, 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 they think that's, some of them it's religious based, some of it's economic, some of it's just like, you know, anarchy, you know, let anarchy reign kind of thing, you know, and or the um, lizard people or the lizard. Yeah, there's those people, you know, the Alex Joneses of the world. That, you know, no, but type. like, Scott, I, I, I do agree with with pretty much everything you were saying. I was I was just like, preach, preach. But um, yeah. the, the reason that I think it needs to be excluding other forms of what they call welfare um. It's not so much that I want to do away with Social Security. I don't want to do away with it, but we need to limit it because your know, resources are limited. We can't give all this money to everybody and still give people the same things that we're already giving them. We have to take things away and then give them the universal basic income. And that would level the playing field. And then you could get then things would be a lot more. Uh, there would be more parity like you wouldn't have big corporations as much in control of the government and you wouldn't have. You, more little people, smaller people like us would have more of a voice in the way our society progresses at the at the at the ground level, uh, you know, not necessarily at the legislative level, but at the ground level. And I think that's important. And I think that that's one of the greatest things about universal basic income and why somebody who's a hardcore libertarian like me still loves the idea of universal basic income. I mean, Milton Friedman liked universal basic income. So it's <laughs> I think it's a good thing. Oh, I, I- you know what? I simply see it. You as know a where I think we could redirect the money from? You know where I think we could redirect well, the, defense the money budget from? for one thing. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's you one. The defense budget. Like again, I think we'd all agree on this. The defense budget, the the oil subsidies, all of these corporate mm-hmm. subsidies. Yeah, that, fuck it. That fuck it. Kill all the subsidies. Getting. I'm done with subsidies. Yeah. We don't subsidize need subsidies. the American people, right? not the corporations. Yeah. Amen. That's a good slogan too. It's a good like go. politician way of putting it. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Damien. That's a great vote, vote for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yay me! Vote for me. No, I suck too bad at uh at uh public speaking. I could never be a politician. <laughs> 
Dude, I did the HOA thing and that killed my desire to uh, ever be a politician. <laughs> I always people. thought about yeah. like, well, no, uh, it's not even the speaking. Like, I don't care about speaking in front of people. It's that I just like hearing all of the like. The little bitches and moans nonsense. and all of that. Oh, yeah. my God. God. I hate what, dealing with like, irrational people. That's why like, I can never be a politician. <laughs> it's, like, it's like coaching. I've, I've done the coaching thing and it's like I've done the, the Cub Scout leader thing and just hearing it from the fucking parents all the god parents are always worse like, than the kids man <laughs> yeah oh god well, but anyway so i, I feel oh. you brother and that's part of the reason why i wouldn't want to be in politics because it, it feel too much like that <laughs> and 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 here's and this is the problem awesome. this, this is corrupt within 24 hours like yeah, exactly it's like hey, pay me i'll say what I'll you want it. me to say right. i don't like as as egalitarian as i am i'll be yeah at, sure I'll let's be bomb turkey i don't even know why let's do it <laughs> I, I, like because they have turkey, that's why. Doesn't anybody <laughs> like? Turkey. I love turkey slices it's for Thanksgiving. <laughs> we'll bomb them on Thanksgiving and be perfect. <laughs> that's the <laughs> Trump level <laughs> shit right there. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so oh so my close. god! Happy Thanksgiving. We're roasting we'll turkey. Take, I was <laughs> hoping turkey, that I, you have we'll no idea. We'll take turkey and we'll drop it in grease and we'll deep fry it. Right. The, there the you first go. How it works. Nice. Yeah. Oh. There you go. Nice. You well are and, then we'll, and then we'll give it to hungry because they're hungry. You know, they're <laughs> right. There we'll we go. The hungry. We'll solve all right, the right, right, problems. Right. <laughs> exactly. Ugh. No, 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 no. We're not gonna. We're not gonna give anything to hungry. They're the Nazis. Fuck hungry. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They're hungry because they're Nazis. I and actually Nazis ex- never ex- half expected oh. on on Trump's first Thanksgiving to say that we're gonna invade Turkey for thanksgiving or some <laughs> shit like that you know what i'm saying like i half expected that back in uh, 2017 or whatever a man it was. who wanted to nuke a hurricane I mean. exactly that's what i'm saying it's like <laughs> well we need we need turkey for for thanksgiving so let's go let's oh, go nuke turkey God. why can't we just inject uv light into our veins won't that solve covid you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just stick a UV light up your ass. No, and, you know, drink some bleach. Did, you, did y'all he can do that if all he, did y'all, all he wants? <laughs> did y'all act like see him talk about like the stealth bomber, like his speech oh, on no, the stealth bomber? No, no. Uh, uh-uh. I try not to oh, listen. Oh, he that, literally man. thought the he literally thought the fucking thing was invisible. He said <laughs> you could be right next to it and you can't see it. It's like the Avengers helicarrier, right? <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like, dude, that's not how people I like, don't think really picked up on that. That's that's he like said the lady you could from be the... next to it and you can't see it. That's one of those. That's one of those lady from the old Facebook commercial or whatever it was. That's not how this works. That's not how, that's any, not of how works. any of this works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did y'all hear Bush with the with the Freudian slip? Well, it wasn't really. Fuck. Did y'all hear that? Where he was making a speech and nah. he's talking about uh, um, making an unlawful and 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 uh, um, and invading Iran. Oh, I remember Iran. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about Putin and Russia, right, invading Ukraine. But he 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 literally calls himself out on the shit. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and then he tries to say, uh, uh, "I'm 75," so. <laughs> <laughs> blame is oh you know what oh so so he's, saw, he's bringing uh, into the, like a the idea that he's something about cognitively that. declining huh <laughs> i guess yeah, i don't know <laughs> mm. but, 
I, I saw the headline about that. I haven't had a chance to look at that. I'm going to have to go and check that out. Like, yeah, like I've had to to pull back on, on my politics because it just like um, it's bad for the blood it, pressure. It, it is not. <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. my God, dude. It's just bad for it's, just the it's general bad for, health. It's bad know? for sleeping. It's bad for everything. But I'm, I'm telling you, see, like, again, we are average Americans. Right. And and when we talk about speak things, for yourself, I'm above average. Come, yeah, I was about to say that's true. Yeah, that's true. Achiever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. We're the achievers and Eric's the overachiever. Right. Was I have 5,500 uh, uh, subscribers uh, on YouTube. What do you have? <laughs> <laughs> My dick. <laughs> now, Damien could say that and he'd be right. You, not so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have, I no, have no, my no, penis no. and that's all that I need. It comforts you in the night, does it? The only problem is Mom, if you get Mom, erect, I you just pass my... out. <laughs> I wish that I right now. my pussy out. dark. <laughs> Cuddle up with it at night. <laughs> Lay your head upon like it. Like one of those husband pillows, you know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Elephant You thought it was an eclipse a, a couple of weeks ago. No, it was just Damien's dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He just got an erection. Ladies, oh no, ladies again, again, I'm, his erection any ladies that might listen to this, I am single. I am single. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the single ladies. The shadow oh, the single ladies. <laughs> <laughs> he's single but you have to be able to take a pool noodle okay yeah. <laughs> there's any size queens listening <laughs> oh the super lube, super lube. <laughs> don't you get your oil change first before you come over is that it <laughs> oh hell yes yeah We're regular lubricants don't work you got to use actual crisco to slide onto that motherfucker it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna say 50 weight but you know <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, okay. yeah there you go. i think on that note we should wrap it up and i'm talking about his penis bravo most people use a condom damien uses a whole cellophane wrap i use a trash bag <laughs> It's, it's cellophane big, roll. 55 gallon ones yeah. used for yard waste. <laughs> Y'all thought it was a nuclear bomb that took it's out Nagasaki. No, you just tie it up. You know? It's got to be one of those ultra right. durable ones, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's the real thick bags, you know? Rip resistant. Yep. Yeah, and it's got the ribs Y'all on thought it, it was, for, you know, her pleasure. Yeah, it's ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> When you guys look at the pictures of the devastation of Nagasaki, you thought it was a nuclear bomb. It was just his dick. <laughs> that was not a cloud, that mushroom. No, that was my grandfather's dick. <laughs> That's right. I wasn't around back then. Damien's dick is so big, his grandfather's like, damn. <laughs> it reaches passes through time. space and time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's become its own gravity well it's like a black hole <laughs> hey everything's attracted to it yes 
<laughs> nothing is outside of its reach. <laughs> the things we talk about. Oh my god. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You guys thought it was like <laughs> you guys thought the Easter Island st- statues <laughs> were uh, were were like a religious thing. No, it was just a model of his dick. It's got its own vase. Like they thought it was a, a deity. <laughs> oh. He inspired the columns of Rome. Yes. Yeah. God modeled the co- the, 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 the coconut tree after his dick. Oh, the great obelisk in Washington D.C. That's you know carved after. Yeah. Again, it transverses space and time. You know the the CN Tower Marvel in Toronto. Definitely. That's a scale model. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it does look like the Space Needle. <laughs> Strangely flat and wide with a little point at the end. Seems a little dangerous. Somewhat discus of sorts. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Somebody's gonna the wrong person's gonna listen to this and it's gonna end up on like fucking uh the late like the late show or some shit. <laughs> Your penis will be if famous, though, David. That audience. Oh, it would be. Yeah. Oh, my we God. could only have the audience. Yeah. Yes, that's the ultimate oh. wish of every what? man, right? Monetize. This I was about to say, time. like, right? Like, how okay. great would that be, Damien's to penis have, like, at eleven? Like, like nothing about you is famous except for your penis. Like, like, like how great would that be? Sorry, sorry to say this to all the ladies that might be listening at some point. This is there would be a horrible letdown if you actually fan site request. <laughs> <laughs> if you're spe- if you guys are talking it up space like needle yeah yeah no that's no no no, no, no. it doesn't even look like that <laughs> we've gotten to a point where the really? pool noodle seems like an under exaggeration exactly. <laughs> no it's just that way oh. the pool noodle is just more of a realistic expectation there we go there we go <laughs> Okay, but seriously, we should wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right, guys. There you go, camaraderie, right there. Just the we yes. did it through example. You got to right. talk your friends right. up. You know, you got to build them yep. up. And That's by that, I, I mean their penis. Yes, right. Everybody, everybody needs to. You got to be a fluffer. You got to be a wonderful fluffer. Yeah. <laughs> That's, the, That's the role of the wingman. <laughs> Only Scott would know about that one right there. Ugh. So everybody listening, go find your best male friend and be like, you know what? Job. You've got a great penis. And just leave it at that. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love your cock. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a wonderful one. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, like no. just knock at their door. Open the door. I love your cock. Bye. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? Thank you. Thank you very much. That was very nice of you. It is quite nice, isn't it? <laughs> oh. All right, y'all. That reminds me. Okay. Till next time, Python y'all. And the meaning of life. There's a whole song about peckers. <laughs> anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, goodbye. All right. Yes. Yeah. Much Adios. love, y'all. Have Until a good, uh, next time. This has been. Yeah, this has been right, something. Speaking, <laughs> speaking yeah, of talk, yeah, this, this has, been is, this has definitely been a dumpster fire of conversation. So, <laughs> break up the hose. <laughs> <laughs>
No, Damien, stop. Damien, put it away. Oh, Jesus, this is never going to end. <laughs> All right. All right, I want to hit stop now. Yeah, do, please. Right. Peace out. All right. Yeah, have a good Bye. day, guys. Bye. You Bye. Hey, this is Joe coming in at the end after editing. Just wanted to come in and say thank you for putting up with us through yet another episode. If you like what we're doing, uh, please subscribe and don't forget to leave any feedback if you have any input for us. And with that, have a good one, everybody. Bye. Floppy, floppy.